Welcome to Charlie Jane Speakers Radio. This is the show where we share speaking tips, tools, and resources to help you grow your public speaking business. Our goal at Charlie Jane is to get you, the speaker, on the platform in front of thousands of people so that you can teach and motivate your audience, enriching and empowering them to lead fulfilling lives. And now, here's your host, Wendy McNeil. Wendy McNeil here with Charlie Jane Speakers, and thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Today I'm going to talk about avoiding some common mistakes that speakers make when they are creating their call to action. Uh, It's going to be a great podcast, but first I want to welcome you over to our free Facebook group. It is called Grow Your Speaking Business. Grow Your Speaking Business. It is a fantastic group. Um, we have speakers in there that are just thinking about starting. We have speakers that um, have been in for a few years, and we have some in there that have been in the business for 20 to 30 years. So you will get a lot of help, tips, resources. Everybody is very willing to help each other. It's an amazing group. So hop on over there. It is called Grow Your Speaking Business. You can also find us by going to um, www dot speakingbizcommunity.com that will also get you over there you need to put the three w's in front of it www.speakingbizcommunity.com will also get you to our group um okay on to today on to today's podcast avoid these five common speaker call to action mistakes call to actions um our ctas as they are more commonly referred to are a vital piece of your marketing puzzle. Their job is to nudge your potential clients into taking that journey. That journey I talk about all the time. You want them to take that journey with you. Okay, it helps them get to know you, uh, understand what you deliver, and eventually booking you, you know, or purchasing your, your services, your products, hiring you. However, in the last two decades that I have been working with speakers, um, it has been misunderstood the purpose of the CTA, or it has been executed um, quite poorly. So with that in mind, what I've done is I have put together a quick guide, and it's really going to help you avoid the most common mistakes that I see speakers making with their CTAs. Okay, what they're called to actions. So number one, number one, number one is sending prospects straight to a sales page or a booking page. You know those websites that you get to and I get to them often and I open it right there on the top above the fold. It says um, red green button or big red button. It says book me. Okay. Perhaps the worst mistake is attaching a CTA to a piece of marketing media that invites prospects to book you or purchase your services. Remember, these are at best, at best, lukewarm leads that may have, you know, only watched a video of you in action and, you know, that's it. In other words, they are far from ready to 100% pull the trigger, okay? On average, it takes a customer seven to 11 interactions or um, touch points 
with a person or company before doing business with them. So why would you try and sell to someone that's clearly not ready? Instead, I want you to remind yourself that this is the first touch point into that very important journey you may have heard me talk about many, many times. A much better CTA for a speaker video given in the example above would be to ask them to watch another video, you know, only a different video to get more of a feel of who you are, what you do, you know, what your style is, how you present. You know, you really can't even think about sales uh, until you are at least seven touch points in. So focus on that journey first, not the end destination. Okay. Number two, thinking that a CTA um, is the same as an opt-in. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Now getting people to sign up to your mailing list is essential. I talk about this a lot and uh, many, many, many times you may have heard me talk about this over, you know, two decades, um, that your mailing list is your greatest asset. Okay. But I don't want you to get me wrong when I'm talking about the CTA here because the CTA is not the same. All right. Opt-ins are usually made up of phrases such as, you know, sign up for my challenge, you know, sign up for my course. Um, a free training, free PDF, you know, free, you know, I have a free list or template. Again, this is further down the line in terms of your client journey. They aren't going to sign up for these courses without feeling like they can trust you or want to learn more about your specific area of expertise. Someone landing on your page for the first time is greeted by, hi, I'm, I'm Nikki. I'm an expert in X. And you should sign up for my free email course. Isn't going to have enough information about you to make that decision. Opt-ins are brilliant. Brilliant. Talk about them all the time. And totally necessary. But they should be preceded by CTAs that take the customer on a journey first. You know, a process that will dramatically increase your opt-in conversions. Number three. Number three, not capturing information of your leads generated by your CTAs. This is a huge mistake. This mistake is almost the opposite of mistake number two. Some speakers go so far out of their way to create touch points and um, inbound marketing channels for their customer journey that they neglected to capture their information along the way. Capturing at least an email address is vital. I would recommend first name and email only. Otherwise, that potentially huge lead is just a number in your, you know, Google Analytics or your Facebook ads dashboard. You need, you need to know who these people are in case they don't complete the journey you intended uh, for them to take. You know, life gets busy. Life gets busy. We know this, right? The phone calls come in. We get distracted. Um, and we don't pick up where we left off. You know, where we lost the page or we can't remember the name. So by capturing contact information, you can check in with these people to see where they're at. You know, ask if they want to learn more about you. And keep your name occupying the front of their minds.
Number four, only having CTAs in one place. Uh, another common mistake I encounter is speakers only placing a CTA in one specific place. For instance, um, they will create an incredible, let's say, speaker video complete with an excellent CTA. However, their website, social media profiles, and their planner page don't have a single CTA between them. You need a well-crafted CTA on each of your respective inbound marketing channels, preferably linked to that specific channel your potential discovered you on. Right? For instance, invite the viewers to watch more videos of you in action for a speaker video CTA. For your Facebook profile, why not invite your followers <clears throat> excuse me, to take a look at your uh, LinkedIn profile? where you use the platform to post like thought leadership articles. Each CTA should be designed to take your prospect on a multi-step journey. So make sure it's as relevant to the original location of your CTA as possible to increase the likelihood of them taking those crucial first steps. Number five, number five. Number five is not testing and measuring your call to actions. This is the most common mistake I see speakers of all experience and expertise make. They set up the, the CTA in all the right places. You know, they're sending customers to the best places for the next step of the journey, but then that's it. Years go by and the text of the CTA is the exact same, never altering to remain relevant or tested to see if they can improve conversions. To that point, how do you know if you're using the right words and locations if you never test or measure them? Without testing your call to actions and comparing them against each other, you are kind of stabbing in the dark. You have no data to tell you what works well and what doesn't. You're just guessing. That's why I remind the speakers I work with to periodically change up the CTAs and measure the impact of those changes. After a period of testing and measuring, you're going to really discover which words and phrases and um, URL locations work the best for each specific call to action. Right? Avoid these common mistakes to maximize the impacts of your speaker call to action. CTAs are a vital vital part of any business and your speaking business is no different by avoiding the most common mistakes I just talked about you can ensure that your call to actions are securing high quality leads from your website um, you know from your social media profiles from your speaker videos and any other inbound marketing channels that you may use now I'm gonna do these five really quick again I want you to jot them down and if you have a call to action in place, I want you to go take a look at it and examine it a little bit and see if you can maybe make some tweaks or see if you're making any of these mistakes. Uh, number one was sending prospects straight to a sales page or saying, hey, book me now. Number two was thinking that a CTA is the same as an opt-in. It is not. Number three is you're not capturing the information of your leads that are generated through your call to actions. 
Number four was only having CTAs in one place. And number five was not testing and measuring your CTAs. Okay, now, if you want to learn more about crafting, the perfect call to action, you can hop on over, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, to our free Facebook group. It's full of experienced speakers who are already nailing their call to actions and swapping hints and tips on best strategies, um, you know, to take your potential um, client on that meaningful journey. So hop on over there. Again, you can get there by going to www.speakingbizcommunity. We'll get you over there. And I look forward to seeing you over there. And um, that, that is it for today's podcast. And if you have a few minutes, I would love, love a review. Um, this will really help me out. And if you found this podcast helpful, please be sure to share it with your friends and colleagues. Thanks for listening in.